It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's right, it is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer coming your way. Full show today, Elliot. We're Three back. O'clock. Two full hours, man. How about it, man? What? Yeah, it's just it's more fun to have the two hours. And there's a lot to talk about, obviously, with this team. So, interesting start to the day for me, personally. Oh, you yeah, know, what, what happened? Little, Lay it on may, me. Maybe we'll talk about it a little later. Okay. Tell, tell the story of uh, okay. how my day started, but... Yeah, good to be in for two hours. Excited to talk to the people and talk some Jalen Hurts. Yeah. You know, getting, getting some more clarity on the situation. He's got a new number. I think it's you know, it's time to talk some Jalen Hurts. I think so, too. Look, it's one of those things where and we'll get into a lot of Eagles things today. Obviously, the 12th pick. We haven't really. Smorgasbord today. A smorgasbord. Let's, let's bounce around, guys. Let's talk about some different things. You like that word? <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm a big fan of the smorgasbord. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. My wife and I use it a lot. Look at you, too. You didn't see that coming, did didn't, you? No. No. Yeah. When we're. We you like, do have a good vocabulary, though. Yeah. Well, you know, I like to read. What can I say? I like to read, too. I just don't remember the words. <laughs> All right. 215-592-9494. Let's start with Hertz, because, look, it's been um, a tumultuous offseason for the quarterback position yeah. here in Philadelphia. As always. We all know. The whole went straight, obviously, and then the report that they're committing to Hertz, and then the million reports that they wanted Zach Wilson, that they wanted to trade for Deshaun Watson, that they are in on Russell Wilson. All this, all that, like... Jalen Hurts, in the news yesterday, changes his number from number two to number one. Big number deal. one quarterback, yeah. Jalen Hurts. Very symbolic. Yeah, I think so, too. Where do you stand on Jalen Hurts right now? And and, and should the Eagles commit to him? Yeah. Like, are we? Are, is this enough of the, oh, we might do this, we might do that? Oh, competition. Joe Flacco's competing for the starting job. Where are you at with this? I've been thinking about this a lot recently because I, I think it's a different discussion in some ways than – Will they commit to him or should they? Those type of things. But I think when people talk about should they commit to Jalen Hurts, it's not really an action type thing. Like, they're not going to give him a new contract. They're not even allowed to, right? They're they're not going to play a game tomorrow, so they don't have the ability to start him. It's really people want, like, verbal confirmation that they that that uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback. And I think it's important in some ways, but the more I've thought about it, I think it's pretty meaningless. And 
you know, it's interesting to see what they're going to do. But the Eagles coming out tomorrow, like Nick Sirianni coming out and saying, Jalen's my quarterback, he's going to start. What does that really mean? Because we've seen this organization be committed to a guy. I mean, three weeks before they traded Carson Wentz, Howie Roseman said trading him would be like cutting off one of my fingers. And then they traded him. So what they would say isn't really going to change things in terms of his actual standing within, within the organization. We know, what his, we know what his standing is. It's his job unless they give it to somebody else. Like, that just is what it is. I mean, he's going to get a chance probably when the season starts to win the job. If he wins it, he'll be the guy the next year. If he doesn't, then he won't be. I, and I think there's a lot of uh, – it, it's healthy that way. When you look at everything that happened with Carson Wentz and how much they tied themselves to him, it really messed the organization up. You look at some of the comments guys have made, guys like Malcolm Jenkins saying that within the locker room, there was a feeling that, you know, and I'm paraphrasing here, that maybe Carson wasn't held to the same standards. That if he didn't play well, it didn't matter as much if other guys didn't play well. I don't want that with Jalen Hurts. I don't want them to put him in a position where we all know it's his job no matter what, where he knows it's his job no matter what. I'm not worried about him buckling under the pressure, and he's going to play how he's going to play. I don't feel the need to verbally have them say he is the guy because ultimately it means very little. Enough of the nonsense. Like, yet again, a team with no direction, no plan, no idea how they're going to handle something. We just saw this disaster with Carson Wentz where they draft Hurts, they do all this stuff, and look, I'm not saying give Hurts a contract or or he's your your starter for the next thousand years or even the next two years. What I'm saying is right now, in this moment, Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. It's not Joe freaking Flacco. Like, enough with this competition everything is all about competition right. like enough enough with this like be real but like what changes that's my thing so if nick Sirianni, everyone in the locker room knows who their quarterback they is know that Every, already. But, but but commit to him give him a year like that we all know he's going to be the quarterback this year unless like yes of course maybe they trade for russell wilson or one of these outlandish type of things like just commit to jalen hurts just say he's over joe flacco we're talking about joe flacco as a competing quarterback for this team it's so silly but the other part of this is and we both like jalen hurts i think jalen hurts is a great quarterback prospect i think he's going to be a great quarterback i have very little concerns about him but he's also not earned the right to be handed that title right he was a second round pick he played four games last year and he was good i thought he deserved an a from last year but it wasn't like you know they were four and oh and he set the league on fire he was very good for stretches but he was inconsistent as most rookies are so what's really the benefit of saying jalen you're our guy no matter what you are starting because then what if he does not play well what if well, he still starts yeah, but what if he starts week one or he comes to training camp? And look, I wouldn't put Joe Flacco in. But <laughs> It's Joe Flacco we're talking about. But look, look at last year. The job could not have been more Carson Wentz's job last year. But Jalen Hurts isn't but then Carson he played, Wentz. But, well, first of all, personality-wise, is that what you're saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll see. I don't think he is either, but Jalen has also not been through what Carson's been through. So who knows how he'll handle that. And I think he'll be fine. I'm not, you know, waving any red flags about Jalen. But what, what I mean is... Last year, the job was Carson's. They said repeatedly, it's Carson's job, it's Carson's job, until it wasn't, and then it wasn't his job, and they benched him. So, like, what's the benefit of coming out and tying yourself? You have a direction. You have a plan. You have a team that knows who their quarterback is. Who in that locker room do you think thinks Joe Flacco is So that's even more silly. Everyone in that locker room is looking at him and be like, really? We're doing this, like, Harry High School thing and saying Joe Flacco is competing? We all know he's not. So the main problem with Carson was he was not a good quarterback. Like, that's the core of the problem. But I also think the issue was they they tied themselves to him so much and, like, made it so everything they did was about him. 
I don't want them to go down that path with you. They don't have to do that. I'm not saying that's to the hang path every you're banner starting or, to go down. Get, if you're you not do giving it. them a contract. That's the difference here. Carson Wentz had a, a hundred plus million dollar contract from the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a commitment. All I'm saying is stop with the nonsense. They, this team is doing this whole thing with Nick Sirianni. Well, oh, you don't want to play checkers with this guy. He's Mr. Yeah. Competitive. Well, we're on the same page. Ex- exhaustingly competitive. You know what's exhausting is you guys trying to sell Nick Sirianni as this like competitive yeah. maniac to me. And I think this whole thing is just them playing these stupid games. Like, Joe, the idea, and I get it. Look, train for Russell Wilson or something is a different discussion. But right now, the way this team is right now, you're not committing Jalen Hurts because of Joe Flacco. Like, it's not to, to smoke screens for the draft anymore. That's over. They traded back. They, they got value, whatever. That's done. It's not like, oh, we could take a quarterback. We might not. It's none of that. It's Joe freaking Flacco. Yeah, but I And think, the team knows. The team sees that. And they're like, Joe Flacco's not going to be our starting quarterback. What are we doing here? But I think the Let's real, roll with Jalen. But the real reason they're not doing it, I think it's smart, is because you don't want to make the same mistake you made with Carson. You don't want to hand this guy all this, like, uh, clout and all this, you know, he's the guy no matter what before he's earned it. Like Carson got that contract. He was really good in 2017, not so great in 2018. Carson had not really earned that contract that he got in some ways he did. And maybe this is a different debate, but, but the point I'm making is you don't want to hand Jalen something prematurely because then you put yourself in the same situation where the locker room looks at him. And I don't think people are going to be clamoring for Joe Flacco, but the Eagles are young right now. They're young. They're competitive. People are fighting for their careers. Nick Sirianni is the receivers are. And I think handing Jalen something is, is not going to benefit him in in the long run. I think that Jalen is going to go out. He's going to be a good quarterback. He's going to win the job. You don't have to give it to him because he's going to go take it. But this idea that, you know, if they come out today and people want them to commit to him, like it's not going to really change anything because even if they come out today and say Jalen's the guy and then they can get Deshaun Watson, they might do that. And so why paint yourself into the corner and, and do that when you just made the mistake with Carson? And let's be honest, how they handled Carson off the field complicated things, right? How they talked about him, how they wouldn't criticize him as much, how last year when he wasn't playing well, they would never really come out except for Doug somewhat. And criticize the guy. I don't want that to be Jalen. I want Jalen to be treated like the other 53 players in the locker room because he's, he's good enough and he can handle man, that. Man, that's, that's, the, the reason the Carson Wentz thing didn't work out was because of Carson yet. Wentz. Carson, and yes, the Eagles treated him, the way the Eagles handled it was poor, but Carson Wentz is who Carson Wentz is. The, this team, like, we're talking about the quarterback for a team. We're talking but he's about, not the franchise quarterback. Uh, but yet. No, but I'm talking about right now, this year, he's going to be the starting quarterback for this team. Right? I mean, very, very likely. Yes, like 80% chance. Jalen Hurts will be the starting quarterback for this team, and the Joe Flacco thing is just – it's like your locker room looks at it. But it's, it's not like, about Joe BS. Flacco. This is BS. Like, but it's not about Joe Flacco. It's about, it's about not it's about, making the same mistakes with Jalen. It's about organizational competency. It's about it's about having a plan, having a direction, and letting those players know what your direction is, and not BSing your players. These are grown men. These are professional athletes. Like they look at it, and it looks Mickey Mouse to them to say Joe Flacco might win the job is Mickey Mouse. But I don't like, think the players believe that. Number one, and also, don't you want the players wait, thinking there's going to so be you're competition? Just saying, oh, that we're gonna to say you don't have to believe it but we're gonna have competition but you know like yeah, we're just talking about it like what are you talking about well, i'm saying do you think that the players anybody in that locker room thinks joe flacco is going to be the starting quarterback it, it, it does it doesn't matter that's the point they shouldn't they shouldn't set up a situation where they look more ridiculous 
If everyone in that locker room knows Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback, then why not just tell them Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback? Why make this BS thing where they're like, well, this is stupid? Because like, it's not. Because like, it's not a real competition. It's not a real competition. I get I'm, t- I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here a little bit, but I don't want them to hand the thing to Jalen the way they did Carson. I think that created locker room resentment. I think that put Carson in a situation. There's a difference between naming someone your starting quarterback and and babying them and giving them a hundred and whatever people, million dollars. There are different things. Like we're just saying, want, that's our starting quarterback. Right. It's the position in sports where you name a starting quarterback. Like go through the teams. How many teams do this silly little? Oh, let's have a competition. Nobody. Right. But but you want them to name Jalen the starter because then it would you know it would ease something off of your mind. You would feel less like oh they're no. Handling. I think it's smart. I think it's smart from an organizational perspective. I I think it shows your team that that you know what's happening, that you have a plan, that you're not just doing this silly, stupid thing because it's your coach's Mr. Competition. The plan is to go with Jalen. Tell the team that. Like, what are we doing? Look, I see your point, but ultimately— Lie to the team and be like, oh, you guys all know what's really going to happen, but competition. Like, it it falls flat. The whole thing rings flat when you do that. And I think the competition stuff is a little annoying, right? And, like, exhaustingly (laughs) competitive and all that stuff. I just ultimately, to me, I don't want them to make the same mistakes with Jalen that they did with Carson. And I I get the differences with the contract, and he was a number two overall pick. Jalen was a second-round pick. But I think Jalen's good enough, and I think he can handle it where I'm okay with them saying to him, and who knows what they're saying to him privately, but publicly, I don't think he needs those public reinforcements. I I think he is good enough player, strong enough, where I like the fact that they're going to tell, kind of make it look like he has to earn the job. And ultimately, I don't think it matters because what they say publicly really doesn't matter. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on Jalen Hurts? Do you want them to commit to him as the starter for this season? And and also, do you believe in Jalen Hurts? Because that's the second part of this thing. I think Elliot and I both more aligned on that where we we are excited yeah. to see a year of Jalen Hurts. I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm not, I'm not sure he's a franchise quarterback, but I think he could be. Like, there's at least I'm the super excited to the watch talent him. there. So uh, uh, that's part of it as well. 215-592. 94-94. Let's start it out where we do every Saturday at this time in Abington with our good buddy Tom. Yo, Tom. Yo, James Seltzer, brother from another mother. Shout out to Darren and South. That was Philly. good work How right there. How are you there. doing today? How you doing, brother? <sighs> what up, Elliot, man? Elliot, Elliot. What I got up, a couple man? bones to pick with you, well, let's, sir. Let's do it. All right. Well, first off, happy Easter to you. Thank you, And you happy belated Passover to you, Mr. Self. All right, so first first off, um, one of your many, many, many tweets this week. All um, fire. All fire tweets. <laughs> well, I don't know. All right, so I just have to ask you, because the one said that um, in regards to Hertz's number change, that he was an elite quarterback wearing number two. Well, okay, here's what I said. It's an elite look. I'm not saying he was an elite quarterback, but he looked elite in that number. Like, number two looked great on Jalen Hurts. Okay, you're saying he yeah. looked Elite, but yeah. he wasn't elite. Well, okay. Maybe we can put it this way. He looks better in two than Carson looks in two in Indianapolis. <laughs> you agree with that? Can we get on the same page? Of course, I, I, of course I don't agree with that, yeah. but we'll, okay. we'll move past it. All right, you kind of cleared that one up. So you were asking for bold predictions, right, from all the uh, yep. personalities there at WIP? Yep. How do you leave out Glenn Macknell and the godfather, Ray Diddy? You're talking about the Phillies? Yeah, with the yeah. bold predictions. Oh, it was just, I mean, look, it was a mistake. We should have had him in there. I don't know. You really. made a mistake there. Yeah. Huh? I mean, they're they're legends and they're goats, so they they, they should have been included. Agreed. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, that clears that up. So when it comes to Hurts, uh, first off, I mean, the Eagles are, are such a mess. You know, I drive by the link 
on average 15 times a week. And every time I drive by, it stings me to see that big picture of the Broncos. I was going to ask, actually, outside. is that still up? I haven't driven by the it stadium in a while. It's still up. Wow. They have to take that down before week one, right? I mean, it's very um, clearly Carson. I know they try yeah. to pretend it's not, but it's it obviously is Carson. Yeah, you got to take that down. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. That should have been taken yeah. down, like, the day the trade was made. It's what like are the we LeBron thing coming down in Cleveland. Yeah. It's, like, very similar. But they did it quickly. Like, yeah, like, you got to take it this, down. This has to come down. What are we doing here? Right. Yeah, overnight, whatever, whatever it takes, please get rid of it. It kills me. It kills me every time. So, so ESP, you, you, what, we're just never going to name a starter? Like what? Well, what, what, what's it matter, right? Like, even if they come out and they, they say he's going to be the starter next week, well, then what if, you know, Justin Fields falls to 12? Or what if the, the, the Seahawks decide that they'll trade Russell Wilson for a first? Like, things change. And so I think with, with Carson, they painted themselves into such like a, Carson's our guy no matter what. He's our guy. He's our franchise they guy. Don't, they don't seem to put stock into anything they tell us. So why, well, that's why would they so, be So what, why what do people want it so for- bad for? Like, What's that? Why do people want them to commit to Jalen? So- because it shows direction. Yep. People are concerned that the, that this team has no direction, no game plan moving forward. But the game plan is Jalen. How do you know? Because who else is going to be? Joe Flacco? They're, they're not no, going to start they, Joe Flacco. I still think they're going to go out and trade for a quarterback because I don't Possible. think you take three first-round draft picks in one draft. Yeah, I think it's more likely they'll trade for one next offseason if Jalen doesn't get the job done. But I, I think their plan is to give – Give Jalen a chance. I think that's the correct plan. I think that's what they should so, do. So how does it hurt to come out and say Jalen's the starter? Because look at what happened with Carson, right? They they handed Carson the job, right? They they you hear no, what Malcolm Carson Jenkins, earned the job first well, off. That's your first. He was drafted there. number two overall, so he was handed the job. But regardless, you look at what Malcolm Jenkins said, right? Where players in the locker room felt like at times Carson wasn't criticized the same. He wasn't held to those. They he wasn't held to the same standards as the other players. I don't want that with Jalen. Well, Jaylen. they don't have to do that. Naming him a starter doesn't mean they have to not work him hard and, Look, and coach him hard and all that. Right. They I, can leave well, everything else out. Just, yeah. just give us some direction. Just say he's the Let starter. Us know who our starter and, is. And look, to clarify my position, I'm okay if they're going to do it. I just don't think it matters. I'm not clamoring for it like other people. People, you right. know, a big well, question. Well, three become, people talking right now, two thirds of the people, it does matter. <laughs> well, I think you're both wrong. I don't know what to say. Like, it, I don't think I don't think it matters. Like, I don't think if they come out and say Jalen's a starter that it's going to quench some thirst and like answer some question. We know what's going to happen here. Jalen's no, gonna get we it. don't. Well, well, yes, you do. Come on, Tom. They're going to give Jalen a chance to win the job unless they trade from some for somebody else. That's the plan. Okay, if you say so. Well, what do you think I would it is? Say what do you think is the correct? Plan is? You're dead wrong on this, brother. Well, what do you think the plan is? I think they're gonna. They have their eyes set on Russell Wilson. I think they're gonna try to go after Russell Wilson. Maybe. I mean, they can't say that publicly, so it really, really wouldn't matter. Right, so it doesn't matter who they name the starter, and then you just carry out the plan the way you see fit. And right, that's what I'm saying. Right. Regardless, I'm excited to see Jalen play. I don't need the title. I don't need the confirmation. I think he's going to go and win the job, and I think he's going to be really good next year. And I see Jalen Hurts as a lesser version of number five. Well, that's pretty good. If he's a lesser yeah, version of number five, I, I I mean, take a lesser McNabb's the best quarterback in the history of the franchise. So. All right, well. That's all I got to say. You fellas have a good weekend. <laughs> all right, Tommy, enjoy your pleasure weekend, as always. Yeah, look, I again, I, I understand what you're saying, like, but this to Tom's point, and I think he nailed it. Like, we have had no direction from this team 
for a while now, especially the Carson Wentz thing straight through. There's been no direction. Like, well, they had a direction. It just didn't like work out. Flailing in the wind right now, just flailing. And well, we but no part way. of that is because Carson forced and his again, way out. And again, it'd be one thing like if we're talking about, oh, like we might draft a quarterback or oh this or that. We're talking about Joe freaking Flacco. You keep pointing to Flacco because that, that's, that's what they the... did. They had him come out and say, "I'm competing for this job." Like they wanted him. What's to he going to say? What's he going to say? I'm, I'm here the to backup. be the backup. Yes, no. come on, man. yes, you're here to be the backup, Joe Flacco. Everybody on the planet knows that so why do you care if he doesn't say it because it's mickey mouse be real with us like it's so silly why wouldn't you be real what's the upside here i think it's good for players to feel whether they and look whether the players feel it's gonna be jalen's job not whatever i think it's good that they are at least painting this thing where they're not going to hand it to jalen i think there is a benefit to that within the locker room and his standing in the locker room. I think he has a better chance to be viewed as like one of the guys, all that stuff. Don't play checkers with Nick Sirianni. Well, how he plays chess, so it doesn't yeah. matter. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on Jalen Hurts and whether the Eagles should commit to him as the starting quarterback? And just in general, do you believe in Jalen Hurts moving forward? We'll have some draft stuff. Plus, we got to find out. Elliot apparently had a... A Interesting. Cra- a crazy morning. Yeah. Interesting start to the day. That's coming up next. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio, and let me remind you that so many of the Go Birds faithful have already joined us, have set up their accounts, and are having a blast. Legally betting on sports makes the games more fun like you. We all love the home teams, and that's why we go with our team and have the home field advantage. When it comes to sports betting, our team at Parks Casino Sportsbook is right here in Bucks County. That means you're actually your money safe and secure on their easy-to-use sports betting app. It's the only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania, the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Bet with the best you can bet on anything and everything. Obviously, tonight, college hoops, some big-time action. You can bet on those games. Pro baseball, it's back. A little Philadelphia action against Atlanta today. You can bet on that. You can hear that on WIP as well. Anything and everything, futures, in-game, live betting. It is a blast. And here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get a risk-free bet. Of Excuse me. If you sign up now, right now, new customers can sign up and get a free bet of $50, a free $50 sports bet with no deposit required. That's right. No deposit required. $50 bet. No deposit required. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get a free $50 sports bet for new customers. Again, that's P-A-R-X-Casino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. It's Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. That is really awesome news in that stager there that you can now stream yeah. the games on the Odyssey app. That is like a game changer. Well, especially because baseball is better on the radio. Oh, so buddy. It's not even being close. able to, you know, walk around your house and oh. listen to it and stuff. Like, you could do that with your radio. But yeah, it's, it's still cool to be able to stream it. It's, a, it's really a big deal. If you haven't downloaded the Odyssey app, you should. You can listen to games. It's uh, Plus, they're going to go 162-0. and 0. You're damn so, right they are, buddy. You know, you're you're damn right they are. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in after one game. The, yeah. no. Well, you're always all in. So I love it. I'm so excited. Baseball today on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. 405 starts. So. Listen to that. We're very lucky to have Scott Fransky, Larry Anderson, Kevin Franzen, and all the awesome people calling the games here. So, um, all right, uh, Jalen Hurts. We haven't. We, it's kind of funny because, and I think it's obviously the situation with Wentz and all that. But like, for the I'll put it in quotes, starting quarterback of the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles. You know, we don't. It has not been a topic of conversation the same way that I thought it would be. Really, heading into this offseason, you know. Well, it's just this team has not really been in a situation 
where they haven't had a clear-cut starter for a long time. I mean, it was Carson, obviously, when he got drafted in 2016. Then it was Bradford the year before that. Again, not a good quarterback. No, Bradford, but, but yeah. he was the, it's was like the starter. It's Vick since Yeah, Foles really. Vick was kind of it. But that's why I just think, you know, maybe that's why people feel the need to get this reassurance. But what they say doesn't matter. Like, Jalen is going – it's his job unless he loses it, and that's the way it should be. Like, I don't feel the need – to give so much to, to make sure that it's his job and that that's definitely what they're doing because it doesn't it's not going to change the reality of what happens like if he plays poorly they'll bench him and, and I just don't think he's earned the right to be handed what comes with being like a franchise quarterback right now I think the team should wait like give, yeah. give him there's let a him difference breathe. between a franchise quarterback and your starting quarterback a massive difference I just wanted to say Jalen's our starter that's it I'm not saying but then what here's if he's a bad, huge contract what if he's here's bad in training camp or what if he's really bad in week one or two how have how bad would Jalen Hurts have to be in training camp for Joe Flacco to start over how Look, bad how bad to me I would, he would never have to miss every in. exactly yeah. so that's not gonna happen there's no yeah, downside true. here yeah two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four coming up in a minute we're going to hear Elliot's crazy story from this morning. I'm dying to know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime the police are involved. Oh, it's a, buddy. It's an interesting How's start. that for a tease? Yeah. All right, we'll get to that in a minute. First, let's find out what he's mad about. Mad Mike, KOP, what's up, buddy? Hey, I'm kind of mad about everything all the time. So, um, <laughs> no, buddy, we know. The to, brand is strong. I had, I'm mad that I had to agree with Joe to camera this week. I mean, that's annoying. What, was, what would you agree with him about? I bet we overvalue players like uh, Bryce Harper, and I tied in Brandon Graham to that, too. As we usual, yeah, find a way just... to rip the, the everyone's favorite eagle, Mad Mike, well, find a way. Your hatred for Brandon stupid. Graham is My so My favorite weird. eagle of all time, Mad yeah, Mike. Well, I'm glad that you like a guy that averages five sacks a year for his career. Good job. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, no, only made the biggest play in the history of the franchise, but yeah, no biggie. No biggie. Thing. We, we overvalue players here for, like, for, for dumb things. Like, yeah, he, he had a huge play, but, like, his entire career is kind of He's one of, of the best mediocre. Eagles defensive yeah. linemen of all He's time. He's an Eagles Hall of Famer, man. No, like, first of all, that's false. No, it's not. No, no it's, it's as factual as it could be, man. Reggie White is the greatest Eagles defensive yeah, lineman. Yeah, sure, of course. What, if, what does that but have to do Graham with Brandon is Graham? one of them. Graham's no, on. he's not. Yes, he's he not. is. He's absolutely – how many would go ahead of him? Stop. Mike, I'm going to hang up on you if you say you take Andy Harmon over Brandon Graham again. No. Anyway, here's my thing, guys. Like, honestly, it's stupid not to name a starting quarterback because what happens is they're, you're going to inevitably have camps pop up. And if you, if you don't establish a leadership and, and, and establish that in the locker room, people somehow are going to – like the lesser-rung guys are going to gravitate towards uh, the backup quarterback. And they're gonna, you're going to have camps. It's gonna, it it kind of destroyed the Eagles locker room this year. Like – they never learn from their mistakes. And this is why you have to be solid and just name people and put it in place. You have a structure. And if he falls apart, then you can change it. But, like, it, this is why this Eagles franchise is just. Yeah, but don't you want Jalen Hurts to go earn it? Like, the, well, with Carson, they handed it to him. Don't you want Hurts to go like, out? I'm so why? tired of hearing about earning and winning and competing. This is not how this works in the NFL with a quarterback. The quarterback position is completely different from every other position. And I'm so tired of everybody putting their 
like blue collar workmanlike lunch pail attitude. You're so right. Yeah, but, but you're position. so no, right. It, it's honestly, wrong. it's slightly insulting that no, the team comes at us. But this here's way where about he's wrong. You're, you're right, right Mike. You're right that the quarterback position is different. If you have a quarterback, like I like Jalen. Well, we're Hurt. talking about Jalen Hurts versus Joe Flacco, man. Yeah. Like it's they're they're, they're it's acting like we're Joe idiots Flacco. here. It's about it's about it's about not, competition. It's, no, it's it's about not tying yourself to Jalen Hurts before he's earned it. We're just making the starting quarterback. You put it. Yeah, and you got rid of Carson Wentz too. And yeah. you, you got rid of Carson Wentz. You well, put Carson forced his way out. No, Regardless, and, the point and, is, is and Carson's then, gone now. And, and yeah, Jalen Hurts like, was partially a reason for the end of the Carson Wentz era. He was like Russell Wilson. It's, it's, this is why the Eagles are so stupid. And that's why I'm, I hope everything just falls apart and blows up. Because they're so stupid and they can't get out of their own way. And they don't look themselves in the mirror. So I hope this screws up. I hope every draft pick is. Is, is worthless, and I hope the franchise just burns to the ground. Uh, that's where we part ways. It's a little strong. That's where we part ways, my friend. Mike, good call until the end. Have a good one. But See to his buddy. point, he, he said, you know, that you don't want the locker room division like before, right? Which is right? true. Which yeah. is true, right? But part of the way you get that locker room division is by doing what they've done, like by, by you know, handing a guy a job, by making him the unquestioned starter. I like the no, fact that— No, it's because the backup came in and played better than the starter. Well, but also as the backup was more popular in both cases. Like, true. they were just more yeah, popular people. But I, and I don't have to worry about that with Jalen Hurts. Like, we've seen that they gravitate to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, in the limited interactions I've had with him, seems to me like a natural leader. Like, he wants to be a leader, right? I think Carson— So let him lead! Yeah, let exactly. Him lead. Let him go and win the job. He doesn't need to win the job. He has the job. Like, just tell us he has the job. Go beat out Joe Flacco. Wow. But I think what actually create, creates locker room resentment is handing somebody something, right? Is is by saying, like, Dude, again, I get the quarterback situation is different. He, Did he? He played really well last like, year. Like, earned it enough. Look, like you said, everyone in the locker room already thinks he's the starter. Like, you're not you, – this competition is a bobo competition. This is not a real – what you're trying to do by setting up this this competition, we compete for everything and all that, it, it comes off as false to these players because they know I, it's I, decided before it starts. I agree that I'm not behind this idea of, like, competition. I, I get that part of it. But I think you want them named the starter more for you than the actual locker room. Like, no, no, I don't care. I know Jalen Sar- Hurts is going to be the starter. I want direction. I want a team that knows Jaylen where it's going. Jalen is the direction. Exactly. So tell your team that. Like, t- just be real about it. I, I, I just, just disagree with you. 215-592-9494. He was referenced just a few minutes ago, my brother, from another mother. Yo, Darren, what's up? What up, What's up brother man from another mother? Hey, Elliot, got a question for you. Did you fall, get a concussion? Oh, here we go. Bump your head or something? Are you drunk? My bad. My bad. I forgot to text you back, Darren. I'm sorry. I no, realized it as soon as I saw I wasn't your even name. referring to that. Yeah. I wasn't referring to that. I'm talking about your take this morning. Like, okay. this, uh, this has got to be the worst for you. I mean, it's up there. Uh, worse. Horrible. Why? Like, why? Why? Let me what? ask you a question. Let me, let me ask okay. you a question. So is, uh, what's his name? Is, uh... Is Brandon Brooks when he uh when he gets back is he compete for his job? No, probably not. Is is uh what's the, uh, what's the tackle? Is Lane compete for his job? No, but you want to know why they're not competing? Because um, they're wait, wait, pro wait, 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 players that have been is, in the is, league. Is, is, is Jalen Rager compete for his job? He should be, yeah. But he is. It's uh, different because he's I mean, different now. Like, he's in what world? In what world does it not make sense to have your depth chart before the draft? They have the, the draft, depth chart. Then... But, but I don't get what people – like, what do you mean but they don't have a depth chart? He's the starter. Well, my thing is this. You, you, 
okay, then say that. He's our starter. That's not painting yourself into a corner. It if is. You get Russell Wilson, if you trade for Russell Wilson, or if you somehow stupidly, which I have a feeling they're going to do, somehow luck into a quarterback at one of those quarterbacks at 12, and then we have another whole scenario again. Like, you're not making sense. You have no, to but, name but your you're, starter. But, but you're not you making do. sense because if they name him a starter, that does not change what they'll do in the future. To your point, if let's say Justin Fields falls to 12 and they decide to take Fields, right, they're going to do it. They're not going to sit there and be like, well, we've already said Jalen's a starter. Like, that doesn't matter. Ultimately, But you're you- the one that's acting like that. Like, my thing is naming him a starter is just telling everybody Jalen Hurts is our starter, and that's what it is. Like, but I'm things not change. Like, I just— I don't look. I like Jalen again. Um, this is not an anti-Jalen take, but ultimately, I like the idea of having. I know. I know. I know. It's a stupid take. Well, it's not a stupid take either. You have to label starter. Yes or no? You have to. No, I do not believe you. I do not believe you have to say like Jalen's the guy. I don't believe you have to do that. The purpose he's going to go to training camp, and you really think there's a battle between him and Joe Flacco? It's not going to be a battle. You're going to see every day. He'll get the majority of the reps. He'll be the starter. Like everyone knows he's a starter. I just don't get. Why hand uh, like Elliot. why hand it to him? Why not keep up this idea that like Jalen has to earn this a job? Facade? Carson, it's not even funny. Carson what? got a contract. Carson was not the starter going into the year. They traded Bradford. Carson was uh, the third depth chart going into that season when we traded team. Bradford. Like, so, you know I mean? like, him and Carson are two different cases. They one has nothing to do with the other. You name him the starter now, you're not giving him a hundred and thirty million dollar contract right now. You're just labeling the starter of the season. It does no harm. It does not give him make him think he's better than anybody. He's just the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles as of now. Darren, great, great call. Great call. Darren, I like the call. idea of them going into the year with like everybody on equal footing. And I agree with like I don't want Joe Flacco to win the job. He's not going to win the job. I just don't after everything they did for Carson, like bending over for him, right? Like making doing everything they could to like stroke his ego. I don't want to stroke the new quarterback's ego yet. Like let let Jalen go out there and prove that he deserves a job. And I think he will. I think he will come out. And I think it's gonna go good, right? Like I am higher on the Eagles than you are. So, you know, I, I think it's an okay path to take. I, I don't think it's hurting Jalen. I don't think it speaks to not having a plan. I don't think any of that stuff. I think it's just look, we like Jalen. He's on the roster. He's going to, you know, he's gonna compete. Like it With is what it is. Joe Flacco. Yes. But we know he's not really going but to. But then just say it. Like, what is the point of this? It is a, a facade of a competition. But like, it doesn't matter. And look, I think it almost undermines the whole competition as an ideal. Like, we compete or whatever. To do it this, like, this, like, falsely just feels like it undermines the whole concept. But do you think Jalen's earned the right to have, like, job security? Again, I'm. Uh, you're thinking this whole thing like he's the next Carson Wentz and the franchise quarterback. But that's I'm what just people talking about, want. He's people... just the starting quarterback, man. Game one, Jalen Hurts is under center. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying this is his franchise. Get on the Jalen Hurts bus. I'm saying he's our starting quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. That's all I'm saying. But then what if he's not? You're going to rip the team for looking like they have, a, like, you know. Who's, unless you're talking, like, if they trade for Russell Wilson or something, because yeah. that's a whole different world. Then it's like, oh, they traded for Russell Wilson. Everyone will be like, I get it. But in this case, I'm talking about, like, it's him versus Flacco. I, I just, 215-592-9494. Coming up in a minute, uh, we're going to get Elliot's morning that involved the cops. First, let's go to Pittman and talk to Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, James. Hey, Elliot. How you guys doing Hey, today? what's going on, man? Hey, listen, I, you know, when you start talking about Jalen Hurts, the young man has the intangibles. And if you watch them over in college, every year he became a better passer. Now he needs to yeah. still improve on his passing and his ability to read the game, but he's got the work ethic to do it. And Elliot, I totally agree with you. 
in this respect that Jalen will win the starting job. Yeah, of course and he will. If the, of course if he will. the Eagles want to play games and everything and all that, that's on them. But Jalen will come in, he'll win the job, he'll be a better passer this coming season than he was his past season. And uh, it's it's a moot point. And it's just, you know, he's going to do it. I so, agree. And look, but, I also think, and I, I know you're not saying this, but I think that there's a lot of overreaction to the fact that people think he has to improve as a passer. Like, obviously, you want to see improvement in every aspect of his game, but I thought he looked like a perfectly fine slash very good passer last year. I think he ca- he throws a very nice catchable ball. I think he makes good decisions. So I, I don't think that that's the major flaw in his game. I think he just needs experience, honestly, more than anything. Yep. Yep, he needs the needs experience at this level, you know, yeah. which is a lot tougher than college. I mean, things sure. happen a heck of a lot faster. Well, and he'll and benefit I, from I, having a full off season too. He didn't get that before. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let me provide a uh, public service announcement about Russell Wilson. All right? all right, Russell Wilson has one of the best wide receiver duos in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Easily top five, all right? He's got a problem with his offensive line, and he's aired those problems publicly. Russell Wilson is not going to leave Seattle and come to Philadelphia where he has who as wide receivers? Yeah, I think it's very unlikely. And, Bill, great call. I think it's highly unlikely that Russell Wilson is traded. And I wouldn't even trade for Russell Wilson. I don't want Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's I, Like, look, in a vacuum, obviously, I'm, you sound like an idiot saying I don't want a, a Hall of Fame quarterback at the age of 32 or whatever. But I just, for where this team is right now, I don't think Russell Wilson makes a lot of sense. And I don't think, to Bill's point, I don't think Russell Wilson is looking at it and going, I'd love to go to Philly right now. Or, and, you know, the report came out this week that NFL exec believes they're in the driver's seat for I a trip. I saw that, too. But... It's, it's hard. just based on assets. Well, like, it's yeah, hard they have assets. to me to envision a scenario because let's say they're good next year and they look better, right? Like the line looks better. Sirianni looks like a great coach and it looks like an attractive situation. That's only really happening if Jalen Hurts is good. Yep. So in that case, you're not trading for Russell Wilson. Or if Jalen Hurts is terrible and next offseason you need a quarterback, chances are this situation looks even worse than it does now. And like, you're probably, instead of trading for Russell Wilson, you're trading to the first pick of the draft and taking the best quarterback right. of the draft so or I, whatever. I, and again, I agree with you. Like In a vacuum, it sounds crazy to say I don't want yeah, Russell. I, don't, I, don't I, I heard it come out of my mouth, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's not... Not the best you know, thing to say, but it's just not right. the right moment for this team. But I can't stress enough how excited I am to watch Jalen Hurts this year. Watch him grow. Watch him develop. I mean, that might be the thing I'm most excited for right now in Philly sports. Wow. I think I'm that high on him. I'm just excited to watch him grow and what too. he does. And I am too. I, yeah. And again, I've, you've heard me talk about it, but all the above-the-shoulder stuff, the leadership, the, yeah. the attitude, the way he goes about his business, I'm, I'm really excited too. 215-592-9494. I promise. Coming up next. I want to get to some calls there. Coming up next, and we'll, we'll keep taking calls, but we will get to Elliot's morning that involved the police somehow. Mm. What happened? They must have known my take before. <laughs> They're like, sir, you cannot, you cannot go into this. Sorry, we can't let you go today. into this. Yeah. You're under citizen's arrest. What happened with Elliot's morning, and how were the police involved? We'll tell you next. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you till 3, leading off after that, and some Phillies baseball. They're back. Up, uh I can't tell you, man, just, you know, I have the two TVs in my basement, like having, first of all, just having the Phillies back, obviously, but Mm -hmm. just having a baseball game on that second TV at all times, I missed it, man. Well, I I think also, like, a a lot's returning after a really tough year, so there's a lot to be excited about, but it's just exciting to think we get 162 of these, you know, like, they're going to play every day, like, it's sunny out, it'll be nice to listen to them outside, stuff like that, I think... Last year, a lot was different, and a lot was, you know, it wasn't a great year, to say the least. But missing the Phillies last year, I think watching opening day really hit home how exciting it is that they're back. Totally. And with fans in the stands, like, you felt it. I yeah. I didn't 
I didn't think it was going to be as big a deal as it was to me. Like, I actually got chills the first few mm. times the fans were, like, interacting him and they were cheering that ball boy going out to pick up the yep. trash or everyone. They gave him, like, a standing ovation. So it was just, like, it made you feel real again in a way. You know, it made you feel like, wow, like, we're, we're, we're getting there. It made you, you know? want to go buy that Joey DeCamera Phillies jersey, <laughs> head down to Citizens Bank Park, and uh, enjoy a game. Yes, exactly. 215592. 94, 94. Coming up in a minute, we'll tell you the crazy morning Elliot had that somehow involved the police. But first, let's go to North Jersey and talk to everybody, Neil. Hey, Neil. Seltzer, always a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks for taking my call. What's Elliot, mind, I, hope you're not doing the, I hope you're not doing the perp walk or anything. I hope everything <laughs> was okay. Yeah, everything, um, everything is fine now, yes. That's good. Go to the Phillies game on the 7th. I got to say, I haven't been excited for baseball in so long. I watched the uh, opener, and it was just it was just nice to hear fans. And yeah. even though I think it was like 8,000 people in the stands, it felt like a Philadelphia crowd. And, and it was just great to see and watch and hear the sounds of baseball. It, it was yeah. really good. Yeah, I'm and, super and, excited and, they're back. Absolutely. On the Eagles. I think this whole discussion is a moot point for two reasons. Number one, if Joe Flacco actually sees the field this year, we are in serious trouble. It Agreed. either means, number one, Jalen is actually hurt. Oh, and injured or, or on that sense. Right. Two, he's not playing well enough to keep his job, which is an even worse outcome. Or three, and, and is, is he's just not very good. Yeah. So if Flacco actually spends significant time on the field, we're, that's the thing we should be most worried about, not whether he's named the starter, whether he's the de facto leader. The fact is, is that if, if he is on the field, that should be the biggest word. Uh, Neil, one. I agree with that, but then why have Joe Flacco come in and say he's competing for the job? Like, because what, why have him come in and say otherwise? Because like, it's so, it's just so false, and we see right through it. It's like just like Mickey okay, Mouse. So, 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 okay, so my, okay, here, my, my answer is this. Flacco probably is saying that because he doesn't want to devalue the asset for the team, right? If a guy comes in and says, you know what? I'm just going to sit back and watch the quarterback play, and I don't give a you-know-what about how he does. We would mm-hmm. be equally criticizing Agreed. him. He doesn't have to say that. that. He has to say, him. I'm here to help Jalen. I'm here to, like, I've been in this league a long time. Yeah. I'm really excited to help this kid out, to move him along. He didn't say that stuff. He was like, I'm here to compete, man. I'm here to play football. Like, because no, you're not. Because he's coming in behind a second-round pick that played four games yeah, last call. year. call. Thanks, brother. You know, like, and again, I am all in on Jalen Hurts. I'm excited for his future. I think he's going to be great. I said last year, I think there's only like seven or eight quarterbacks I'd build my team with ahead of him when you consider his age. Like, I am in. But I want to see him go out and earn it. Like, I'm not ready to just hand him the keys to the team yet. I know you're saying it's different naming him a starter versus, you know, the extremes of the other things. But once you name him the starter, like, that's your plan. You're moving that way. I want to see him go out and earn that, and it'll make it more exciting when he does. Earn that against Joe Flacco? So you want to see him go It's not Joe- about Joe Flacco. I want to see him come out, earn the job, like, be great in training camp, win the he locker room He could do that himself. without, without the, the facade of beating Joe Flacco in a quarterback competition where everyone knows it's a joke. All right, back to the phones in a second. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. So, just, Elliot... The floor is yours. Yeah. The morning, cops somehow, what happened? So I wake up this morning. My lovely fiance, Kristen, is nice enough to go downstairs and let the dog out and feed the dog. So I'm laying in bed. I'm thinking about ways, you know, I'm tweets. I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm laying, <laughs> I'm laying. And all of a sudden, I hear an alarm. And I'm like, I mean, it can't be our alarm. Like, Kristen's downstairs. Everything's fine. And then, and then I, I listen more. And I'm like, yes, the alarm is going off in my house. <laughs> 
I go downstairs. Kristen's holding our alarm system, like trying to negate, <laughs> oh, negate the sound so it's not as loud. And our keypad had died to, to turn the code off. So I, I call the uh, the alarm company, or no, sorry, they call me because they're like, is somebody breaking yeah. into your house? And I'm thinking, yeah, well, Eagles Twitter finally found me. Like, here we go, right? <laughs> but um, so I'm on the phone with them, and I'm like, the alarm's going off. We're here. Everybody's safe, but it won't turn off. And they're like, well, what's your safe word? And I could, safe word? I could not remember it. Like, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the word to let them know it's me, I guessed like five times, right? Couldn't get it. So they go, okay, we're going to transfer you to tech, like technical service to help you. I'm like, okay. But what they really did was like call the cops. And so <laughs> what? So I'm sitting in the kitchen and I, you know, finally the alarm turns off. Thank God the keypad started working. I'm like, all right, this is over with. Go upstairs. You know, again, I'm still like in just like a pair of basketball shorts, right? Uh-huh. Like I, I'm not dressed. I'm not showered. If you know me, I like to have my hair looking nice. Like I'm, oh, I, know. I am not prime Elliot at the moment. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I go upstairs and then I hear someone knocking on the door. And I look down, and there's cop cars outside my house. Oh, man. And I go downstairs. The cops uh, come to, you know, I, go, I answer the door. They're like, hello, sir, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you know, we heard that someone was, you know, the alarm went off, and you don't know the safe word. I'm like, you were right. I don't know the safe <laughs> word. And not only that, I couldn't log into my account to change it because I couldn't remember my password to log in. Oh, so anyway, the cops were very nice, thankfully. And, you know, they were you know, very uh, helpful. They were like, okay, we, we believe it's you, blah, blah, blah. But Needless to say, I did not expect to start my morning <laughs> having the neighborhood think somebody's breaking into my house. I'm standing outside, like, you know, again, just threw on an outfit really quick. And, you know, like, they're asking me questions. I'm like, this is not how I expected to, uh, oh, to start my morning. But it's good to know the alarm system works. Yeah, and good to know that, you know, if someone breaks in and they don't right. know the safe word, that cops will come to your house. But imagine a world where I really needed that safe word. Yeah. You know, like. like yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I can't figure out what it is. So you might want to get get on that. If anybody has a suggestion, I guess I don't want to pick it over. <laughs> <laughs> the air, actually, in retrospect, but you know, yeah, I, I got to yeah, come up with a safe word. Yeah, let's choose Elliot's safe word for his alarm system on the radio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good so. move. Exciting <laughs> morning to start the day. Thank God Kristen was there to, like, you know, calmly handle stuff. I can imagine. 215592. 94-94. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Tennessee and talk to our good oh, buddy man. Justin. What up, feller? What's happening, fellers? How we doing today? What up, man? I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. It's good to hear your voice. <laughs> It's been a while, Lee. It, it has. has. It has. I've been, I've been busy on Saturdays, and y'all been off a couple of Saturdays. Yep. But, hey, I'm here, and I told James I'd call, and I'm a man of my word. But... Man, I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, I, I don't miss it. I may not call, but I don't miss the show. Just <laughs> I appreciate so that. Yep. Uh, so what's up, man? Listen, How you doing? I I think they should go and make the commitment. Say, all right, Hertz is starter this year because I don't, I don't want them to fail – Hurts. If they're going to give him a shot, I don't want them to fail Hurts like they did with Donovan and Carson by not getting weapons. Mm-hmm. If they need to use that 12th pick and hope and pray Devontae Smith falls oh, them. Agreed. Justin, um, I've never been more with you about anything ever. I'm so with you. I mean, I, I wanted them to stay at six and take Pitts or Chase if they, if they fail. I mean, who knows? They, both those guys could go four and five. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But if if they would have failed, it would have been a dream scenario to have either one of them, I believe. And let me say this. I'll, Real quick, I'll bet you Howie is hoping they go four and five more than anyone oh, else, yes. too. Howie well, I, Roseman yeah. wants Jamar Chase and Kyle Pitts as the four or five picks more than he wants <laughs> anything ever. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this, yeah. Justin, because I know you're, you're a big college football guy. You love the SEC, as one should. I wish Howie liked the SEC uh, a little bit more. Make an Alabama guy. Um, let me ask you this. So, we all do. <laughs> I like Jamar Chase. This is not a knock on Jamar Chase. 
Am I crazy for liking Devonta Smith more? Like, I'm kind of all in on Smith. He's dominated college football for tears. He's a great rounder, route runner. He reminds me so much of Justin Jefferson. Like, if I'm almost at the point where if I got to pick, I would take Smith over Chase. I, no, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But mm. I just think, I don't know, Chase just seems like the more dominant athlete to me, and he's bigger and bulkier. I don't have a problem with Smith. You know, everybody's talked about how small he is, but yeah. Marvin Harrison wasn't no beast, guys, and he was he was one of the and greatest. look, yeah. look, in college, it's not like these guys aren't trying to stop him at the line, aren't trying to use their physicality against him, and he's dominated college football. Well, and so. James made this That's point, right. and I think it's a great one. Everyone's worried about him getting injured because of his size. He's not been injured. Like Jalen Waddle, <laughs> who is bigger than him, was injured last year. And I'm not. That's not a knock against him. But Smith has shown that his size does not matter. And he's done it in the greatest football conference in the country, guys. In the, the biggest SEC. games too. And Waddle, when he got hurt, unfortunately for him, it was against the Vols on an <laughs> opening kickoff return when he broke that ankle. Yep. So I mean, it's not like Waddle's had nagging injuries, but I just don't think Waddle is as would be as a dominant number one type receiver as Devontae Smith. I think you're right on. I think Smith could be just like Justin Jefferson. But if Smith is taken, you know, you got to look. There's going to be some guys fall, and I think Panay Sewell could fall. I think the guy from Northwestern could be taken before Sewell probably. I agree. Right I think now. so, too. I think he's Justin. better. But yeah. That's that's my opinion, and it ain't worth much. But anyways, <laughs> I, I'm a man of my word. I called. Appreciate I'm going to tell you one thing, boys. You keep doing your thing, I'm going to keep listening. Love My you man. Boys, uh, much love, Just. Thanks, man. Always love hearing from Just. Well, it's right good to your see day. You. One yeah. of those voices you hear, the voice you just, you smile. Absolutely. And look, I mean, he agreed with me, which is always a great thing. But <laughs> Who doesn't, right? Man, I, I got to say, again, not a knock on Chase. And I know Chase is your boy, right? So this is yeah. not, not a knock on James' I'm boy. I'm still in, in mourning over the, the dream I, being dead. I but. think Smith is going to be so good. And I, if they so, can get him at 12, I mean, look, two months ago, I remember talking to, you know, Eagles fans and stuff. that They wanted Smith at six. Well, let, let's talk about that next. We'll continue Jalen Hurts, 215-592-9494 to get in on that. But but let's talk about the 12th pick a little yeah. bit and some of the options who could be available there because we are really aligned on this. And I'm nervous that Howie Roseman isn't going to be aligned with us. We'll get into Shocker, that. you feel that way. Coming up next. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio. And again, let me tell you that so many of the Go Birds faithful have already joined us, have set up their accounts, and are having a blast. Legally betting on sports makes the games more fun like you. We all love the home teams. That's why we go with our team and have the home field advantage when it comes to sports betting. Our team at Parks Casino Sportsbook is right here in Bucks County. That means your action, your money, safe and secure in the easy-to-use sports betting app. The only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania, the Parks Casino Sportsbook app, Bet. With the best, again, I mentioned before, college hoops today, a, a big day in college hoops. You can bet on those games, the lines, the over-unders, all that type of stuff. And, of course, baseball is back today in Philadelphia against Atlanta. You can bet on that game or any other. You can bet on live in-game betting, player props, so many fun ways, futures, so many fun ways to make some money and have fun doing it with the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. And here's the deal if you sign up. Uh, new customers right now, new customers can sign up and get a free $50 sports bet with no deposit required. No deposit required. Just download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to 50 to get your free bet of up to $50, a free $50 sports book for new customers. Again, a free 
$50 sports bet for new customers. That's PARXcasino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. One hour down, one to go. Got a little feisty about Jalen Hurts at yeah. times today. I think it's, like I said, I think it's exciting. What they're doing with him, I like that. He's going to have to, quote-unquote, earn it. I like that. I, I'm just excited to watch this guy grow. I'm excited to watch I'm him excited about win the locker room. Too. I think he's such a dynamic talent, too. Oh, yeah. That just, you know, and I know people have pushed back a little, and, and you certainly have, on the idea of why not just name him the starter. Because I don't think it matters that much. Like, I think he's going to go win it. I don't I don't want to just hand him the job right now. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming up in a bit, we'll dive into that 12th pick a little bit. As, look, we got... We were so locked in on six, and whether Chase or Pitts or Sewell or this or quarterback or whatever, we we knew the options. We knew the dynamics that came with the six pick. It's a whole new world now. And I know whole pro, new world. I know pro it. days aren't the end all be all. I understand that, but it is. It's tough to see like Jamar <laughs> oh, Chase's pro day, Kyle Pitts pro day, Justin Fields pro day. I was all right watching Mac Jones. That didn't make me feel no, any type yeah, of way. No, yeah, I was good but with that. The other three, I will say, it was, you know, it would have been exciting to see them here. Too. I, I'm with you. I mean, you know. I mean, I've been talking for Jamar Chase about Jamar Chase for two years. Yeah. Now, I've been long, long wanting Jamar Chase in Philly. So coming to grips with that reality being dead is, is definitely a bummer. But coming up, we'll talk a little bit about 12 pick. Elliot and I aligned on what we want the Eagles to do. For now, let's go to Northeast Philly and talk to Kenny. Hey, Kenny. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Hey, what's going on, man? Okay, I got a question to ask you, Elliot, but yep. uh, first I want to just ask, as far as Jalen Hurts goes, I mean, he has a lot of pressure on him now as it is without all, all this stuff, yeah. the controversy. Because if he doesn't go out and perform, he goes home after two years in the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah, if look, he I mean, falls- he certainly is comp- – he's – competing for his career, right? Like he yeah. has to, and I think he's already shown enough that he'll, he'll be, be a backup. NFL, yeah. Right? I but, think worst case, he'll be a backup somewhere. I think he's shown enough, but yeah, but your point, I, I get your yeah. point, Kenny. He has a, he has mean, a chance he to grab plays, a franchise and be the guy. And yeah, and if, if he, he plays doesn't, extremely it's, well, the Eagles offer him a, a nice, nice extension. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. If he, and if he doesn't, he goes, he goes someplace maybe as a backup on another team. Yeah. You know? So he, he has a lot of pressure on him as it is. Big time. The second, the second question I'd like to ask you is, in order for any quarterback that we bring in, they're going to need a line protecting them. Mm-hmm. And our line is getting old. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's been old, do, yeah. Do you see good good prospects out there in college for our line? Well, look, at number 12, I think there's a chance that you could get one of the top two tackles in the draft there. I, but with with my thing with the draft is – one thing Howie has absolutely shown is he can find talent late in the draft at offensive line. They, like, if, uh, it's probably it's like the, the strength one of thing. His. Yeah. yeah, if you could say what is one thing that Howie has not been horrible at drafting, it's getting offensive line and, talent you know, later in the draft. Part of that could be they have Jeff Stoutland, so he's a great coach and he's able to mold these guys. But I don't feel a need to use the first pick on a tackle. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. But he, we got uh, two, two number three picks. Yeah. This and that. But well, they'll definitely thing, address it for sure. I mean, they have 11 that, picks, so. Okay, what's the what's the life expectancy for a lineman, a, a starting lineman? Maybe six, seven years on the team. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I think you would hope a little more than that. Obviously, with the injuries, and it's a tough game to compete in for a long time. But I think if if they if they get six or seven years of starting uh, starting play from a lineman or really any position, that's a great pick. Okay, so that's what I mean. So now we have a chance to rebuild. Yeah, you know what well, I mean. That's what they need to do, Kenny. And thanks for the call. Great call. You're listening to ninety four. WIPHD1 Philadelphia broadcasting through the Tasty Cake Studios mm. from the beautiful Tasty Cake Studios. Um, uh, Elliot, t- let's dive in there with the idea of the 12th pick. And 
look, you and I both, we are aligned. This is the official position of the Go Birds yep. podcast, of the Go Birds radio show. Take Devontae Smith if he's there. Like that's, Absolutely. That is our position. I think second, we'd still, let's say Smith is off the board, Waddle's there, we're, we're happy with a pick like that. The cornerbacks, the offensive line is the thing that is most interesting to me because, A, I think how he values it more than any of the other positions we're talking about. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we haven't mentioned Ed Rusher. That's the other one I would put in there. They're just not the same level of prospects at the top of the draft. So with the situation where it's the one spot on the team where you, you kind of feel like you got a little depth, and not just depth, you also have uh, uh, upside question marks. My lot of Dillard still yeah. on this team. We never talk about that guy. You know, Jack Driscoll looks like he could be a potential right tackle after Lane Lake. So it's the one spot. You not only have starters, but you have some depth. How do you balance that? If you're Howie Roseman, you're looking at the draft where it's let's obviously Penny Sewell, let's say he drops, or Slater drops. Like mm. Those are potential franchise left tackle type of guys. How do you handle that if you're Howie and it's the one spot on the team you feel somewhat good about? You know, I think you kind of handle it how when we were talking about the number six pick and the quarterback option, you know, there was a people that were in the camp of don't take a quarterback. You just took one. You have Jalen Hurts. Then the other the other camp was you have to evaluate and decide. I think that's kind of how you handle it. You evaluate and decide. I like Jordan Mailata. Dillard looks like he's probably a bust, but he was a first round pick. You have Lane. You mentioned Jack Driscoll, all those things. But if you're evaluating that Slater can be, you know, a, a five, six, seven, ten year starter for you, then you got to take him because offensive line is incredibly important. And to the last caller's point, your line's getting old as well. I mean, I, I think Lane has a lot of good football left in him, but Lane's had injuries. He's on the older side. I don't think you can feel as confident that he's going to be there for four years. So when you're at 12, I think you evaluate. And if you think that that guy can be your starter, then you take him. I just, my personal view on it is, I want to see them address the skill position players this offseason. I think where you're at in the draft, it's a little different at 12 than it was at 6, but I think the best player on the board is going to be a skill position player. I think it's going to be a receiver, cornerback, maybe. It's just this draft, in my opinion, is not great along the offensive-defensive line. Even the fact that Gregory Rousseau out of Miami might be the first passer should take, and he's outside the top 10. I mean, when that's such a premium position, the fact he's falling outside the top 10 speaks to how raw he is as a prospect. And he could still be great. Who knows? But I think guys like Devonta Smith, uh, Jalen Waddle, those type of players, like that's the, the talent of the draft. I think those are the best positions. So, again, if you think Slater can be so much better than Mylotta and, and Dillard, yeah, go get him. I, I can't hate on that decision. The offensive line is important. I just don't want to see them reach for a position just because it's more important. Yeah, and look, it's going to be fascinating to see how, how he handles this. We don't have a ton of evidence of him picking towards the top of the draft, but even like Derek Barnett, 14th pick, mm -hmm. obviously Lane Johnson at four, went to two, like he, the positions that he values when he's higher in the draft, he generally targets those positions. It's going to be interesting. It's and I, be really look, we touched on this last week, but I think that, you know, we were talking about Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase, and maybe they would have taken him at six, who knows. But trading back to me, not only is it about rebuilding, but I also think it's about the fact that he didn't see a player there at a premium enough position to use that asset on. Like, he would rather turn that number six pick into a future first than use it on a position like receiver or whatever you want to call it. The hope pick. is that he feels better about taking receiver with the 12th pick than the yeah. sixth pick is the point. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I, I think that's – I mean, I think the best player on the board is going to be a receiver, so we'll see what he does. But, yeah, look, it's, it's a lot of pressure, man. Like, you better get this one right because if you trade out of six and go to 12 and then a great player is drafted at six or the Dallas or New York to yeah. pick right before you, if they pick a great player, like, those are names that are going to follow Howie. As in, they could have had that player, and he passed on them. Quickly, the three big cornerbacks that are being talked in that range, Sertain, 
Farley and uh, Horn. Horn. You have any thoughts on those guys? Like any of them above well, the others? I'm concerned about the Farley injury history. That's that's not ideal. I like J.C. Horn. Um, you know, I haven't had a chance to watch them super in depth, so I, you know, Sertain's viewed as the best one. I like what I've seen out of J.C. Horn. I, this sounds silly, but just his personality seems very like number one cornerback type of vibe that I get from him. So I would. It's not silly. I think that there are certain positions it matters. that yeah. matters at. That being said, I mean, Patrick Sertain is dominated at Alabama, which is clearly uh, clearly an attractive quality. So I, I, those would be my top two. I'd be more concerned about Fair, Fairly, though, just because of his injury history. 215-592-9494. If you want to chime in on the draft, what you think the Eagles should do at 12, even if it's just the position you think they should target. Or look, I mean, they could still trade back. Like, it wouldn't be they the crazy. They could craziest still trade thing. back up, yeah, too. Or vice versa. I think more likely to trade back again than trade up, but certainly possible either way. 215-592-9494, and of course, Jalen Hurts. Where do you stand on Hurts, and do you think the Eagles should just stop the charade and name him the starting quarterback instead of saying him and Joe Flacco are going to compete? Let's go to Florida and talk to our buddy, Ja'Cory. Hey, Ja'Cory. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, what's going on, man? Good, man. Um, First of all, I think this is an unpopular opinion. I'm going to die on this hill. I think we need to go with J.C. Horn at 12. Yeah. To, to me, he's the best corner in the draft. I feel like everybody in the division got a good receiver, and I think we need to upgrade a corner, you know. Um, and I think him and Slay has a, a relationship, a personal relationship. I think they worked out a couple times, mm-hmm. and they know know of each other. So I think that's good for team team chemistry. And um, I think we should do this too. We should switch back into the first round, either with the Jets or the Jet or the Jags. And trade one of our future first round picks. Either I think that's that the Miami to go back pick. in at the end of the first. You're saying, yeah. Who, who would you target there? Rashard Bateman, mm-hmm. uh, Terrence Marshall, or Kadarius Tony from Florida. Yeah, I mean, look, I think Tony's going to be an awesome player, and he has the tie, obviously, with the new quarterback coach, Brian Johnson. Coach him at Florida. I would be all in on Tony. I like the idea of trading back into the first. You get that fifth year option there, so I, I would be in yeah. on doing something like that. Then um, with Jalen Hurts too, I think. Look, I think we should give him a year, but I think he's not going to be our franchise quarterback. I think he's a transitional quarterback either for a year or two years down the road. Because the only thing it is, if he does bad this year, next year's quarterback class is not as good as this quarterback class. Mm-hmm. So it's probably like as projected. So we have to find out if Jay Hurts is that guy. Now, the, now the only thing, Ja'Cory, I'll say to that is, like, we really – like, they say that every year, and then, you know, Joe Burrow – Jumps right. up and is that, and I mean, even like Howie Roseman, we've talked about this before, but a but a unspoken enough about Howie Roseman misstep was when he talked about trading up for Carson Wentz and saying the reason we yep. did this this year is because we looked at next year's quarterback class and this one is way better and the next class had Mahomes and Watson. So you know, I think that we could. I get your point. I just think it's dangerous to look this far out and say this quarterback class isn't going to be good. You know what I mean? And so, I got a quick question for you before I want to go. Did you see uh, Kong versus Godzilla yet? I'm I'm watching tonight. I told Elliot, Jacory, oh I can't God. wait. I'm I'm so excited. And Elliot, how do you feel about this? I, I don't really want to see it. Oh, I'm just not really into hey. action movies like that. You know? on, I'm not man. into God. awesome creatures just yeah. duking it I out on the new reality show I'm into. So oh, I'm I'm, I'm my night set. I'm excited for that. Jacory, I will watch tonight. We'll talk about it this week. I can't wait, buddy. All right, man. Thank you, guys. Yep, talk to you next week, man. Oh, God, a reality show for Congress, guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, reality show is the best TV there is. So, you know, you find, find a good reality show. That's a nice Saturday night right there. 
215-592-9494. Let's go to North Philly and talk to Rasheem. Yo, Sheem. Hey, what's up? How you guys doing? Hey, what's going on, man? your voice, man. What's on your mind? Man? <clears throat> hey, hey, hey. I honestly think it's just like your personal preference for them to come out and say that Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback. If you just look at everything the Eagles did, they basically almost like told you that. You know, Harry Rose may reference Jalen Hurts as the next Russell Wilson, and he didn't want to miss on drafting that guy. So that lets you know right there of what, you know, what the organization thinks about Jalen Hurts. Now I understand that if you're in position to go get a, a Russell Wilson or, 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 or Deshaun Watson, that's what you do. Um, there's no slight on uh, Jalen Hurts or anything mm-hmm. like that. But we're talking about two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks and a 25-year-old quarterback and, and, and Deshaun Watson. So, so, so it's definitely not no slight against Jalen Hurts. And I think his teammates but- – no, he's a but but team. All right, so I'm with you, and I, again, the, let's take the Watson Wilson part out of it because I think that's a separate okay. discussion. But with as it is now, because I'm with you, I think that most people think Jalen Hurts is going to be the guy. Like, why have Joe but, Flacco come here and say we're competing for the job? Why have because, this whole like every know, position you know competition when it's not the way it works? And, These guys are grown men. Like, no, they know that you're lot. just shining that's, them no, on. That there. is not true. That's not true. I had that same thought until I actually listened to uh, Jason Avant and uh, and Quentin Michaels podcast, and it was the same thing as far as you know. God's questioning, why would you bring uh, Joe Flacco in? You know, and, and Jason Avant said, anybody that comes in and compete in the interview, they would never say that they're a backup. Right. You, you always come in and compete. So so he's lost on why everybody was, 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 up, was up in arms. And I'm a big opponent on listening to the players that played the game. Um, and so, so that in the uh, yeah. day. I get it, Gene, take, but, 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 but look, No, I, you can't. Wait, wait, again, no but because but you're not you can, room. though. You can because you, you have positions. No, you have positions. You're not in a locker room. Sheen, we've had players. John Ritchie says they should name him the starter. What do you say to John Ritchie who's been in the locker room? Please, please, please don't mention John Ritchie. Please, please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please do not mention John Well, you can't. No, but hold up. You can't take one person who's been in the locker room and they say something and then someone else is in the locker room and say, well, I trust the one person but not the other. You can't say that. No, 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 no. That's not what it was. Look, what Rasheem is saying, which I agree, is like, what, what's the benefit? What's the benefit of just the naming him the starter? The benefit is having a, a direction, is, is building. It, it is a direction. Everybody right. knows. He, Howie Roseman referenced uh, Jalen Hurts as, as is addressing a mix. And now they won't need So he's the next Russell Wilson, but he's not, he has to fight against the 36-year-old Joe Flacco? It's BS. Everybody in the it's world. BS, everybody in the world. Sheem. No, but then why you lie to us? Why lie to your team? Why like they never lied? Like, like where did the Eagles lie about with Jalen Hurts? It's a facade. It's Mickey Mouse. It's a clown show. That's what it is. They traded their franchise quarterback for Jalen Hurts. What more do do the franchise need to show you as far as committing to Jalen Hurts? Very close now. Then just say it. Stop this BS about competition and all that. Just be real. Be real with us. Point about the quarterbacks. Greg Cosell, who who you know. He's a big, you know, proponent as far as like watch the film and everything. He compared uh, Jalen Hurts to Justin Fields. So, so I, so I, I know I heard Elliot Show Park say that Justin Fields falls down to number twelve. You can't tell me what Justin Fields does better than Jalen Hurts at the end of the day. I, I agree. I, I think I like Hurts too. And yeah. Sheen, but to be fair, if we're going to be fair about it, like all the draft people, and I'm not, I'm not a quarterback draft expert. I'm not saying I know better than whatever, but like whether it's Daniel Jeremiah or whoever, like. McShay, all these people who analyze the draft say that Justin Fields is a better prospect than Jalen Hurts. Right now, if Jalen Hurts were in the draft, Justin Fields would go ahead of him. So that's all I'm saying. I, I like Hurts too. I'm excited about Hurts, but you can't say that he is the same prospect because he's not. He was a second-round pick last year. I'm just saying. Is that fair? 
Elliot? Oh, that... sorry. I thought you were waiting for Rasheem. <laughs> no, sorry. I, I, Rasheem's okay, gone. Yeah, well, I can't see the screen. No, I agree 100%. Look, I, I, again, it's funny that I'm the one that's saying don't name the starter, and then I'm also saying, but I'm really high on him. I think he's going to be great. I just think ultimately, yes, Justin Fields is probably a better prospect than Jalen Hurts, but I think Jalen Hurts, there's a lot to be excited about with him, and this is why, again, like I want to see him go out and earn the job and win it. Like He's not the number two overall pick. You don't have to tie your franchise to him. Like Let's let's take baby steps here. You know, The Eagles just got out of a relationship. There's no reason to define the new one already, right? Like, take some time, man. Like, we're I, just chilling. Is that what you're yeah. saying? The LA, like, there's no reason to like, make this chilling. a serious relationship all of a sudden. You know, it just it doesn't it doesn't really I'm matter. And you don't have to to give him an engagement ring. You just have to take him out for a nice meal. And yeah. Say, all right, well, you're, I guess you're, you're more of a gentleman. You're my girlfriend, and Aww. let's move forward. That's, That's what sweet. I would say. Sweet. You're such a sweetheart. <laughs> I'm a romantic. Yeah, you, you are. You might not know that about me. I'm a yeah, you don't want to watch reality TV. But no, look, I, romantic. It's like, no, but I, I think, uh, to, you know, to the point of what he was making about Justin Fields versus Jalen Hurts, that would be a tough decision for me, to be honest. But I do also think that, you know, what I like about Jalen Hurts is the same thing I like about Justin Fields, that they, they you know, Justin Fields went and beat Clemson in the biggest game uh, of his career, right? He outplayed Trevor Lawrence in that game. Jalen Hurts has dominated the top level of college football. So I, I like both of those guys. Uh, if for whatever reason he fell to 12, it would be a tough decision, but I'm perfectly okay with riding with Jalen Hurts moving forward. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on this? Should the Eagles name Jalen Hurts the starter? Does it not matter? And and also, where do you stand on Jalen Hurts and your belief in him, belief in him and, and the 12 pick? What should the Eagles do? Where do you want to see mm. him go? Devontae Smith, that is the official position of the, the official Go-Birds position of Go Birds Radio and Go Birds Podcast. It's Elliot, it's James. We're coming right back. Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook, leading you up to 3 o'clock, leading off, and then some Phillies baseball against the Braves. Zach Wheeler against Charlie Morton today. 2-0. Mm. Yeah, I hope so. Going for 2-0. Yeah, that's what they're, yes, that's what they're it's going for. It's a fact. For. Will it happen? That's what it is a fact. It is a fact. Yeah, you can't tie in baseball, so that's a fact. It's a great point. 1-1 one one or 2-0. Two two. Wonder if McNabb knows that. 94 <laughs> 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 Gauging where people stand on Jalen Hurts and on uh, what, how the Eagles are kind of handling this situation right now, and of course, if you want to chime in on the draft as well, what you think they should do with the 12 pick, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Overbrook and talk to my good friend Rob. Hey Rob, how you been, bud? Hey, I can't complain. If I did, who gonna give a damn anyway? <laughs> <laughs> what up, man? How you doing? Oh, uh, getting older. <laughs> uh, just turned sixty two a couple mm. months ago. Well, wow. happy belated. Yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't sound you. it, for what it's worth. You yeah, listen, I want to talk about this nothing burger y'all just brought up about this Jalen Hurst thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to just give my opinion. I don't mean to offend anybody. But you telling me the players are worried about this competition between Flacco and Hurts is like you telling me you just made me an Italian dinner and you gave me rules and noodles with ketchup on it. <laughs> I ain't nonsense. Come on. They know what's up because – Flacco, even whatever he does in training camp, he's going to show Jalen some stuff he don't know, and the coach is going to realize. But, the, but then why the facade? Why the facade? The why the he's facade? The future, he can't. They can't invest in him. Right. They're so not going so to why the facade? Why why not there just be no real? Not, listen, there is. I'm the coach. They're not naming him kids. the starter. Like no, why no, not? You're not listening. I don't have time for kids or their feelings. You go out there and you compete. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's it. You compete. I ain't right, but every other every other team in the NFL says, Rob. Every other I team. I don't in the... care about the people, Rob. I don't care about the fans. 
I'm just look. He's my star. <laughs> no, I care team. about the team. Like, what are, what are you talking about? Like, every the other team, team says they have nonsense. a quarterback. You're the only one care about that nonsense. Team, no. I told you they oh, know. What, what are you talking you about? We just seen it the last three years in this city where there were factions in the locker room and well, we had all kinds of quarterback they drama. Don't understand by now, if they don't have enough common sense to know that Jalen Hurts is going to get his year, I don't know what to tell them. You know. <laughs> Well, you're not making a real with. argument here, James. Just, I think one, not, one part you're I'm missing. Well, I'm just simply telling you the facts the way they really are. The, you're saying they, they created a faction in the locker room. The but the, the thing that created a faction in the locker room was how players viewed the team treated Carson Wentz. They they you know felt that way. Look, right. This not Carson Wentz. He's gone. He's a grown man. They know Jalen Hurts gonna get a shot. How we picked him last year as a backup. Just in case he had to start him, he never thought he could. He had to start him. Now he has to really evaluate to see if he's the future of the Eagles. Right. He has to do that. And Otherwise, I, I want to see Jalen go out and earn it. He his job yeah. for this stupid stuff. Yeah. So he's going to give him every opportunity to, to succeed. Yeah, Rob, well, obviously, and thanks for the call. Like, uh, first of all, I don't, how he's not losing his job anytime soon, sadly. I wish. I know I that wish, does make you sad. I wish that were the case, Rob. I wish that he were going to get evaluated just on Jalen Hurts. But you're like you're just saying like everyone knows he's the starter, so let's like do this bobo competition. Let's make this like fake thing where we're saying, oh, there is a every we co- we compete at every position, but but not really because everyone knows that he's the winner of the competition. But we're just gonna say it because that's what we do. See, but like, I, it's so stupid. But, but you're, it's so stupid. You're pitting it as Jalen Hurts versus Joe Flacco. That's really not. Well, that's it. what it is. Well, but what it really is is Jalen Hurts versus himself. Like they're they're just not saying that they're gonna hand him the job. They're not gonna give Joe Flacco the job. Man, they're the only two quarterbacks on the roster. Right, but it's a it's about <laughs> Jalen Hurts. It? It's not going out. It's not about Jalen Hurts going out and proving he's better than Joe Flacco. We all know J- Jalen Hurts is better than Joe Flacco. So why isn't he the starter today? He, he is the starter. With Joe Flacco. He is the starter. But it's, it's so stupid, man. It's so stupid. It look the label does not matter much. Is ultimately what this comes down to. Like Jalen Hurts is the starter, and this idea that you know people want them to like you know prop him up and say he's a guy, he's a guy, he's the guy. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like let him go out and earn it. Like what's wrong with that? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go across the pond. Mm. Wales in the United Kingdom. Is this Adam? Hello. Hi, it's Callum. It's Callum. Callum. Oh, they put Adam on the screen. Callum, how yeah. you been? Yeah, thanks for gone. calling us again, buddy. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. How are you, Tim? Good, man. Good yeah, thanks for taking voice. the time to call in. What's on your mind, Callum? Uh, yeah, it's all right. Uh, before I get into the Eagle stuff, I wanted to let you know that I've uh, took, took up your recommendation and started watching Ted Lasso. Oh, oh nice. buddy. It's, great, right? it's so good, right? But for some reason, Nick Sirianni just reminds me so yes. much. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the way that he's over-enthusiastic, so underqualified. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah they're, they're like the same person. You want to root for Sirianni, yeah. even though you know it's probably they're not going <laughs> to yeah, work out totally. for you. Yeah, totally. No, it's a great call. Uh, um, I think I agree with something Elliot said in, in a podcast the other week, you know, mm. without wanting to sound naive and, and biased because I'm an Eagles fan, but I genuinely think the Eagles have the brightest future in the NFT. Yeah. Um, I'm a strong believer in, in good quarterback play, and I think it changed everything. You know, yes, the Cowboys have Dak, but, you know, we don't know how he's going to come back from this injury. We saw what happened to Carson. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys have a terrible O-line as well. You know, we saw how important having a healthy O-line is with um, Mahomes at, at the Super Bowl this year. So I think Hurts is, is going to have a breakout year, hopefully. And, you know, I get the, the whole thing that he's a second rounder, and we don't know how he's going to um, cope with it, but. You know, if if you're giving a weapon like um, Jalen Waddle or Smith, you know, paired up with you know Rager, who I think is going to improve, hopefully, <laughs> it could um, be hard to be know, much worse. So yeah, hopefully he improves. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I, I think people 
should probably accept that we're going to suck this year. We all know that. Um, but, you know, moving to next year with a you know, healthy amount of cap space and, and hopefully three first-rounders is, is, is going to be a, a better situation moving forward. Right. No, and Cal, my, my issue is with, is with, of course, the man making the decisions for who's going to be on the roster and making the draft picks and yeah, all that. But, but let's take that aside. Just in terms of the Braves' future, you mentioned the Hurts thing. And, look, I – I'm really excited for Jalen Hurts. I believe in him. I think he has a real chance to be something. I'm not ready to say he is that yet. But I, I'm excited yeah. to see what he has to offer. But to say that you think the Eagles have the brightest future in the NFC East, you also have to believe in our own Ted Lasso over here, right? I mean, because that's a, a, as equally big as Jalen Hurts and the coach, right? Because I, as much as I like Elliot, I want to root for this guy. He seems like a, a hell of a nice guy. I'd love to have a beer with him. I guess I don't want to compete with him because that sounds exhausting, as I said. <laughs> but like, but but I'm rooting for him. But like, I I struggle to to believe in him. Where do you come down on that, Calm? Do you do you believe in in Sirianni? Because I think you have to if you're going to say they're of the no, brightest future, at least I at mean, some level. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to believe him at the minute because we've not seen you know him being a head coach and, and taking that. Um, leadership role, um, like you said, uh, he seems quite over enthusiastic, and I like his energy. But you know whether that's going to translate onto to being a successful head uh, head coach, and it's going to be um, interesting to see. Like I think that's the most interesting thing about it is that no one knows what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, yeah, it and look, be a complete disaster. And we have yeah. we have history where again, Doug, Charlie, Manuel, like just yeah. the city and all over, where guys look like a boob coming in, and we're like, this guy's never going to work, and then they have great success. So like. That's why, as much as I, I don't feel enthusiastic about his chances, like I'm not going to say he's definitely not going to succeed. Well, but the other thing, too, is the NFC East does not have great head coaches. Like, Ron Rivera is a very Ron good Rivera head coach. Is a probably, very you know, good head coach. Probably close to great. Yeah. But outside of that, Mike McCarthy was a disaster last year. Joe Judge kind of is what he I'm is. I'm not we'll in on him. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, do I, I don't know what Sirianni's going to be. You know, I, you kind of have to take a leap of faith. But I like some of the qualities. I like that he's on the offensive side of the ball. I like that Frank Reich really liked him. So, you know, if you told me I had to pick Sirianni, Mike McCarthy, or Joe Judge, like I don't think there's a clear cut answer there. Callum, yeah, I agree. Call like us again, said, man. The giant. Cheers, we, boys. Yeah, seriously, call us again. We love it, man. It's mm-hmm. great to hear your voice, and thanks for listening. To Who would you pick out of those three? Uh, of the non-Ron Rivera, head. right? I mean, you can't pick Syria. He's never. But, so who would you pick, though? I I would probably pick Joe Judge. As mm-hmm. crazy as that sounds, like at least. I don't think Joe Judge's thing will last long term, but at least I could see a world where that that kind of thing works. Like I think Mike McCarthy is a bad head coach. Yeah, you, and I've you said, said that, that last year. I told yep. you when the Cowboys hired him, I'm like, he stinks, and yeah, now you're on wrong. my side. Yeah. yeah. So, so that, that would be my that would be my selling point on Sirianni is just the upside. Like yeah. you just don't know. I think that again, we seem to be in agreement now that Mike McCarthy's not a good head coach. So I wouldn't take him over Sirianni because at least with Sirianni, there's yeah, a chance. Yeah, you don't know. You're right. Joe Judge, I personally don't think as high has as high of a ceiling as Sirianni. Just because you know he's he's not an offensive head coach, and I, I want an offensive slash quarterback head coach if I'm going to pick. So Joe Judge has a year of success to some degree. I mean, he won six games. It wasn't like he killed it, but they probably exceeded expectations. But I think there's an argument for Sirianni over Joe Judge for sure. Well, yeah, in the sense of the unknown, right? right. And, and if you just don't believe in Joe Judge, and look, we've I personally have ripped Sirianni a lot for the quite a bit. over enthusiasm, yeah. the Harry High School stuff, and all that. But if you want to take the flip side, you mention it the. Offensive side of the ball, Frank Reich, good things have been said about him in the NFL. I still think he's too young and not ready for it and stuff, but, like, he does come from a family of head coaches. Mm-hmm. Like, there are things you can look to and grab onto and and say, oh, maybe this is going to work because of this, 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 or that. Well, also, you know, Jeffrey Lurie and 
how he was involved in it, but it wasn't like it was it was decision. They have a strong track record of hiring head coaches. Really, only Chip was a failure, and Chip won 20 game, 26 games in three years, so that's not even a complete failure. But they, they've shown that when they hire head coaches, they very rarely miss. I mean, has he made any really bad? No, you can't. I mean, Ray Rhodes and, and Chip are the two worst, and neither, they both made the playoffs. Yeah, so, so that's like, not a disaster. Not a disaster. I mean, granted, short tenures for both those guys. You mm-hmm. could say not great hires for sure. Like, you would say misses more than hits, but like not like – Total disastrous misses for right. sure, and like, so I think I would trust Lurie to hire a head coach over I would over like the Giants organization. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Marlton and talk to Tom. Hey Tommy. Hey, uh, how you doing there? Hey, what's nice going on, man? Thanks you. for calling in. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I I uh, listening to this conversation, and um, what I want to say is I said the same thing to uh, the midday guys. I'm going to say to you very similar that. It's like the 2016 season. Mm-hmm. They've got the the coach with no experience. Yep. The the young quarterback, and they've got the the backup quarterback. That's got it's like 2016, very similar. And nobody believes in Howie. Yeah. I, again, I think the one thing, and we've talked about this before. Yeah, the on young the show, talent. They just had more young talent, more guys you project to be real pieces moving forward. But but I get the parallel. I, I I'd like to know what else did they do in 2016 that. Are they going to keep following the same path? So well, I'll one thing they go, did, okay? yeah. Well, thanks uh, for thanks calling for in, the man. call, Tom. Right, we really bye-bye. appreciate it, man. One of the differences in 2016 to now is they had more cap space to spend then, so they were able to go out and get Brandon Brooks, Rodney McLeod, two guys that at the time were high high money signings, but they were not like premier free agents. No, McLeod, they were great signings. Yeah, they were, for what but they, they have cost. not been able to go do that. Like Anthony Harris is, I think, a quality signing for sure, especially for what you paid for him. But uh, it's a yeah. one-year deal. If one year, he, even if he million. is good, then you still have to pay for him next year. As opposed right. to, like I heard a, a buddy said, I wish they had signed him to a two-year deal. Even though I came in, I was like, oh, I don't want. But it does make sense in the sense that at least you have that extra year if he's really good. Well, like he probably didn't want a two-year. I'm deal. sure he did. Yeah. I'm sure that's the point. But you know, for the Eagles, that would have been good. But yeah, and the other thing too to that point is like just like Fletcher Cox was five years younger than mm-hmm. Brandon Graham was five years younger. All these other guys, Lane Johnson, five years younger. All these guys you have were like pieces for the next five to ten years instead of the next three to five or well and to your point when we debate the future and you know how excited you should be about it and if it is bright like you are right it's ultimately going to come down to how we hitting on some of these draft picks because you have to find young talent you can't really you're not at a point where you can just rebuild the roster through free agency it's just going to be tough to do so yeah in 2016 they had you know Ertz, uh, Fletcher Cox they were kind of entering their prime in a way they're already great players but they were in a way entering their prime they don't have those guys right now two one five five nine two 9494. One more segment to go. If you want to get in, we'll get you up. 215-592-9494. Jalen Hurts, where do you stand on that? And and this 12 pick and the importance of this offseason, this draft is is really massive. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio. And one more time, let me remind you that so many of the Go Birds faithful have already joined us, have set up their accounts, and are having a blast. Legally betting on sports makes the games more fun. And like you, we all love the home teams. That's why we go with our team and have the home field advantage when it comes to sports betting. Our team at Parks Casino Sportsbook is right here in Bucks County. That means your action, your money, safe and secure on their easy-to-use sports betting app. The only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania, the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Bet with the best. You can bet on anything and everything Pro hoops, college hoops, big day for college hoops today. Obviously, a couple big games coming up tonight. You can bet on those. And, of course, baseball is back. Bet on anything and everything. Philadelphia against Atlanta here today in Philadelphia. That's when you can bet on or any other game. You can bet on futures. You can bet on in-game performances. It has everything. It makes the game so fun to watch when you have a 
a couple bucks on them. And here's the deal. New customers right now can sign up and get a free $50 sports bet. Free $50 sports bet with no deposit required. That's a big deal. No deposit required. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get a free $50 sports bet for new customers. Again, that's P-A-R-X-Casino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. Ah, a little blues traveler. It's Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. You a blues traveler guy, Elliot? I don't know what you're talking about, so... Is that the name of the song? Yeah, Hook is the name okay. of the song. Okay. By Blues. So is that the name of the So you never even heard of Blues Travel? No. John Popper. Nope. None of it. Wow. No. I'm not good with names or old music, so it's like hard for me to <laughs> oh, remember these things. We all have our strengths and weaknesses. I yeah, can, we I do. Can admit mine. We do. Well, yeah. yeah. There's some good Blues Traveler tunes. That's a great song. Hook is- Well, a I certainly good... recognize it. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's about the hook of a song. It's, that's okay. what the hook means. Yeah. Give me a little hook there. All right. Maybe I'll listen to it on the ride oh, for the such first a, time. Such I've a good it, song. I've heard it like, you know, on this yeah, setting. on the I've station. The yeah, yeah, it's a great song. It's all about the hook of a song. The hook brings you back. Mm. It's a great song. 215-592-9494. Uh, we talked about it before, but um, the idea of fans back in the stands and what it meant for the Phillies and just kind of for humans like, yeah. to watch it, whatever. Roger Goodell coming out this week and saying he's expecting full capacity for the football season what did you think about that statement a so far out but also about the possibility that we could have the link dude yeah full this season like that that it, look we're all wanting to get back to life like we all want our lives to get back to what it was and to be able to live life and see our friends and do all these things like that would feel like such a dramatically positive step towards life from what it used to be if we could have full stadiums. Well, I think everything, like, when we talk about this type of stuff with stuff reopening and all that, you wanted them to do it safely, right? That's the, the first caveat. Like, we want the stadiums to be open 100%. safely so people yes. are, can go there and enjoy themselves and not have to worry. If they can do that, look, it would be awesome. I mean, you know, I was, last year, obviously I would go to all the home games as a, a beat reporter. And, yes, not having fans in the stands is huge. It completely changes the dynamic. But what you also realize that you miss is just the stuff around it, like the tailgate. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we would do the pregame show, the WIP pregame show. I would be uh, out uh, on the uh, the terrace before the games and, you know, doing the show and there'd be fans there. It just felt like such less of an event. There's you know? an energy to it. Yeah, there's and, an energy know. that surrounds the whole area where there's a buzz and an excitement right. and a communal. Look, being human, part of being human is about these communal experiences. Yeah. It's why we love sports. It's why we watch them. It's like this communal experience that we can all share and feel like we're a part of something together. And there is no more communal experience than being in a stadium for a game when those things are happening. Well, I remember, you know, obviously prior to last year, I'd have to leave, you know, two, two hours, three hours before the game to be traffic. But I used to love the feeling of, you know, coming off 95 and you see that there's traffic. I can't believe I'm saying I, I enjoy traffic. But, you know, just seeing people walking around, <laughs> seeing people miss carrying traffic, right? stuff, yeah. you know, to the tailgate. Like, it's just way less of an event. And I, I agree with you. The fact that he came out and said it so early it's a strong statement. I mean, they must be pretty confident that they're going to have fans back. So, look, it would be awesome, right? I mean, you know, for the Eagles' perspective, I'm sure they're excited about it for obvious reasons, but in a season when they might not be so good, uh, you know. I mean, I think if the Eagles could have picked any season to not have fans yeah, in the stands this, this past one, one, they were pretty good with, I think. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. But It's it crazy to think about that, though. That aspect of it, like Carson and how bad he was, like what it would have been like if there had been fans in the stands towards the end, like those right. games where he was really, and everyone wanted him bench at that point, like, that would have been a really unique, I think, uh, experience to be there for those games with fans. Well, I was also thinking that, and there were a few games this year, I think maybe two games where they had limited fans, so there were some fans this right. year. 
But imagine, you know, the 2019 season ends, Carson uh, suffers a concussion against Seattle. He walks in the locker room. Like, that was the last time Carson ever played in front of a full Eagle stadium. Oh, wow. It's a crazy thought. You're right. right. I mean, imagine yeah. if I had told you then that that, that was going to happen. So, you know, Carson's yeah, kind of downfall his happened. First, so his first playoff game yeah. played as an Eagle was also his last game in front of a full length. Crazy. It really is. Yeah. So like, it just shows how wild the last year has been from a, you know, obviously for a lot of reasons, but from a football perspective too. But I also think when, when the fans are back, it'll be – like an emotional overload to see like 70,000 people oh, so dude. close together too, though. I mean, right. Think about that. Of course. We've it's going to feel weird. We've also yeah. become used to uh, watching games on TV. You don't see fans there. Like it's totally. not. So now, I mean, even right now, you know, there's an old game here on and you look in this, you look at it and it's like, wow, look at all those people. Like that's, I'm just excited for it to get back. Me to too, that. man. Me too. Even the 8800 at Citizens Bank Park the other day, like it's still, it was amazing. And, and especially like, you know, like, because, like, they do the fake crowd noise, all that. It mm. sounds, like, okay or whatever, but there are moments where well, you, you get used to it, too, which is the yeah, weird thing. After you get used year. to it, but then you still, there are moments where you know it's not real. Like, there are moments where, oh, a crowd would have cheered there, a crowd would have booed there, a crowd would have done something different there. Mm. There would have been, and you felt it. You felt it, even with the 8800, and that was the loudest 8800 could have possibly sounded. Yeah. Like, the idea of it being full again is really, because it, it was, it's jarring to look at those games and see, like, these huge swaths of spaces just completely open. Well, look, Citizens Bank Park is one of the best experiences there is, and it, especially when it's sold out and everything. But the other interesting thing is, because it's baseball, every game is not sold out to capacity. So even though it was only 8,800, and that's clearly light for, for a Phillies game, it felt game, more it natural. It almost felt more yeah. regular, too, because you, you could envision... You know, even if it was full capacity, turning it on and seeing something like you know, that. No, dude, so. I missed. I watch like Tigers games and yeah. White Sox, all this stuff. I'm like always. I have the Mr. package. Mr. Baseball, Mr. Baseball guy, whatever. Like that, it it is normal. Like there are a lot yeah. of stadiums that that in June, in July, are partly full and not close to full. So it does feel. You're right. Like a football stadium, it's weird no matter what when it's not completely full. Like it just is. So you haven't. You didn't go to the Phillies game, obviously. The, did the, not, the first no. one. You know. Take into account, let's say they were all full capacity. We could all go to them safely. Which would you want to go to most? Phillies, Eagles, Sixers, Flyers? I mean, it's not even close. Man. Eagles? I, no, Phillies. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I think going to a baseball game is my favorite. Look, I think hockey's the best, like live the biggest sport. difference between being yep. live and being on TV, and it's so much better live. But going to a baseball game, that like put it this way. Last year was the first time in my memory, like since I was a – baby, a child and can't remember things mm. that I didn't go to a baseball game in a year and multiple, like the first season yeah. in my life ever that I wasn't down at a Phillies game. Like that's crazy to think about. It is a, such a part of my life to go to the ballpark, to sit there for nine innings, to the whole experience of it all. So for me, it's, it's easily baseball. Yeah. And I think baseball is a different type of experience, right? You go, you walk around, you it's like, much it's more, more of a social event. Yes. So I could see that one. That being said, an Eagles game, you know, that that's like an an event, right? Totally. Like a Phillies game, something it's fun to go do. It's it's awesome experience at the ballpark, but it's also just like a night out in some ways. I mean, an Eagles game is an event. I think that would be if you're talking about returning to one and kind of getting that experience again. I don't know. I think it'd be tough to well, also a lot more people in the Eagles game. That's too. what I mean. Yeah, I think yeah, it would just sure. be way more overwhelming. So I think it's going to be awesome if the link is full again. And look, I, I hope that's the case, right? It, it, it you know feels like a year off in a lot of ways. It does. It so. does. And it, it just it, again they're. I think we're going to have these touchstones, and we're, we're having them already, but these things along the way to, to, that feel like n normal again. And it, obviously, we're still a long way from normal and all that, but like these moments where it's like this is starting to feel like what life used to be, and I think we all crave that. Yeah, and you know, the other interesting thing is we've lived in this way for so long that now going back and doing those things, 
seems almost like extreme, jarring, crazy, right? Jarring. Like, like we're, it's still weird when you're like it, it, around multiple yeah. people. You're like, oh, you know, like and we've been conditioned, especially with such a fear of like for good reason to do it, where you're, you know, there are real reasons to yeah. not. That it like you condition yourself that handshakes, all these different type of things. It's gonna be fascinating to see how it like starts to reintroduce itself and all that. What do you think the reaction is to the Eagles for first week? I mean, obviously, I think people will be excited, I but it's be- a year of pent up frustration yeah, on how think, they've been. I think they start excited. They start with cheers. Everyone's like, you know, holy crap, I'm back in a stadium. Mm-hmm. This is so cool. And I think as soon as they play bad, it's Philly. Do we do and what we do? I do think that it will help the Eagles, obviously, to have the fans there too, right? Like sure. last year. Look, they, they came out flat in times where there were fans, too. So I'm not making an excuse for that. But for a team that struggles to come out quick, I think even just having those fans, maybe it will be different under Sirianni. Who knows? Under Doug, that was one of the things. They came out slow. They tr- they fell behind quickly. It was not an ideal way to win football games, right? But it'll be interesting to see with the fans, especially Jalen Hurts, to me, it seems like somebody that will feed off of that, yeah. right? In college, he played in front of 60,000, 70,000 people. Yeah, he played 100,000 ch- right, championship yeah. games and all that stuff. So I think he'll feed off of it uh, as well. But that's, you know, just interesting in terms of there's not a ton of expectations, but there's pent up anger. You know, one thing too uh, at Eagles games I remember seeing is Howie Roseman before every game walks along the field and like there's a line of fans there and he goes and he says hi and everybody's nice, everything. I wonder if he takes those walks this year. You know, it might not, Maybe not. might not be as fun for Howie to yeah. take that walk amongst the fans. He might want to wait until they're, you know, <laughs> two, better. three, and oh. Yeah, yeah Jalen Hurts looks good before he takes those little strolls. Uh, either way, it's going to be amazing to see people back yeah. in stadiums. We're close. We're I mean, close. honestly, look, fans don't go to OTAs, but we're not that far from OTAs. No. We're not that far. Training camp's a little further, but we're not that far we're from that. We're less than a month from the draft, which yeah. is wild to think about it. It seems so far away. We are less than a month from the draft, and obviously we will be – Talking about it, getting ready for it. Check out our podcast, Echo Birds Pod, on Twitter, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere and everywhere you can find your podcast. It is there. And of course, uh, we'll be back next week. Same place, same time. But hey, we're not going anywhere quite yet. A little extra time. We're going to talk a little Phillies baseball Mm. leading off. Coming up next, Phillies baseball 405 start right here on WIP. Stay here for it with all of us. We'll get you set. Phillies baseball leading off coming up next.